Welcome to the Here to Heaven podcast. Through homilies, meditations, and lessons, we will discover that the Christian life is a journey to the heights of heaven. Please click the like and subscribe button wherever you listen to this podcast and share it with your family and friends. Thank you. All spoke highly of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. Well, that's nice. But a few verses later, after speaking the difficult truth to the people from his own hometown, we hear, they were all filled with fury. They rose up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill to hurl him down headlong. Well, apparently our Lord was right, as he Always is. No prophet is accepted in his native place. I'm glad I'm from Silver Spring and not from Rockville. <laughs> so what have happened? What has happened? Because I've been told Jesus was gentle and never made anyone mad. Not true. Or they wouldn't have crucified him. We live in a world opposed to what Jesus is offering. Therefore, when someone speaks to us, comes to us and speaks the truth to us. We think that they are crazy or dangerous. Dangerous to what? To our plan. No, 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 we say, you're going to ruin my plan. You're going to ruin my truth, my little world, my view of what is right. And we react, and in this case, react violently. Think for a moment What would happen to you if you consistently and publicly spoke the word of God to our culture in its fullness? If you spoke out against abortion, euthanasia, assisted suicide, human trafficking, if you spoke out against rampant materialism and deadly modern ideologies, what would happen to you? If you spoke with joy of the great things our Lord has given us, If you spoke with joy of the vocation, perhaps, of marriage, the only type of marriage there is, lifelong and open to life between a man and a woman. If you spoke of the great gifts our Lord has given us, particularly the gift of the Mass, and the great gift and the freedom of frequent confession. If you spoke in a full-throated way, of the beauty and the high calling of Catholic social and moral and spiritual teaching, what would they do to you? Now, you may not be thrown off of a cliff, but you may be shunned, and many are. Very often we find that those who one moment praised you for the great things you said or did would turn on you for proclaiming what is contrary to their truth, which is not the truth. The truth. It's what Jesus is all about. It's who Jesus is. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is willing to go there. He is willing to meet people where they are, yes, and to call them to something higher, to help them lift their burdens, to heal them, to save them from the lies they tell themselves and the lies that have been told to them. 
to save them from sin. Here's an unpopular truth in this day and age. I am a sinner, and I need God. I am a sinner, and I need God. You are sinners, and you need God. That's something which is more and more rare each day. And yet, it's the truth. It's why Jesus came, to reconcile us to himself. Are we willing to proclaim this truth and be rejected? Because our Lord was, and he is. Love, as we hear from that very recognizable second reading, that letter of Paul to the Corinthians, love does not rejoice over wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love tells the truth and rejoices in it. Jesus proclaims time and time again, not, it's your truth, be true to yourself, but your sins are forgiven, go and sin no more. The truth sets people free, not the lies that we would prefer. Paul, I think, gives us a key to living in the truth in his letter. He says, strive eagerly for the greatest spiritual gifts. Strive for the things that do not pass away. Do not fix your heart on anything that passes away, no matter how popular or attractive it may be. And every day there are lies that are popular and attractive, and every day there's a new one that pass away. But the truth of our Lord does not pass away. Brothers and sisters, all things will be revealed. Truth and falsehood, goodness and folly. And those things which are lies that have not and will not fulfill us, our own personal truths will come to an end. They will be revealed as lies. We hear again from Paul, in the same reading. At present we see indistinctly, as in a mirror. But then, face to face, we see the truth indistinctly as in a mirror. Now, we don't really understand this because our mirrors are really good mirrors these days. We've only had really good mirrors for a few hundred years. Prior to that, mirrors were clouded, dark. They weren't perfectly flat. They distorted the image. So very often, the distorted image is all that he would see. And the distorted image of the truth is all that we can see in the midst of a culture which is constantly fighting against the way, the truth, and life. It's hard to see the truth with clarity now. The world distorts it like the ripples of an ancient mirror. But it will all become clear when we see our Lord face to face, when we meet truth himself. What will remain after the lies are flattened out? God. He who is the truth and love. He who is not afraid to love. He who is not afraid of tough tough love. He who is not afraid to proclaim and rejoice in the truth, even if it is rejected. I, for one, want to rejoice in the truth 
now and forever. I want to be able to rejoice in meeting our Lord face to face when all things are made clear and be able to say by His grace, Lord, like you, and with your help, I proclaimed the truth in love. Thanks for listening to the Here to Heaven podcast with me, Father Bob Kilner. Make sure you subscribe to not miss when new reflections and homilies are posted. This podcast is presented to you by the Holy Ruckus Podcast Network. For awesome faith-based podcasts, blogs, and video, visit www.theholyruckus.com. Dot com.